Hi everyone and welcome back to Work in Progress, the podcast for solopreneurs. Long time no see. Hi from me, Nicoleta. Hi, and I'm Kat. Yeah, it's been so long. Uh, I think the last time we recorded in was in November. Um, so a whole year ago. <laughs> yeah, almost feels like in one full year. Yeah, definitely. Um, what have you been up to, Nicoleta, since November? Give us an update. How's your business going? How is your Christmas? Um, okay, uh, first of all, the Christmas was very calm and non-glamorous. Even the New Year's <laughs> Eve was very, very calm. I just went out when, at midnight, saw the fireworks and came back home. Oh, nice. uh, in terms of work, I think it's going slowly, but excitingly well. I, I got a new client, which is a, a startup a business owner. The idea is pretty cool. Then I got some uh, other like proposals to send, like one for wellness and health, and then like service-based provider. Then another one was also trying to um, migrate from one platform to another. So that was interesting in terms of content cool. and research. There's some so many other opportunities as well. I officially uh, sign up to a like um, expert network where you can give like a advice, opinion, and basically your insights about the industry that you're working in. So that was very exciting that I got to mm -hmm. uh, be on such a call. And yeah, life is good. It's getting better. Amazing. Better. <laughs> what it about sounds you? Like, yeah, you have so many things going on and just like building. Um, for me also, it's going well. I... Uh, during last year, I was trying to grow the business a little bit, you know, expand mm -hmm. and hire people and everything like that. Experience. And then in November, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then in November, I got sick. So I kind of had to slow down quite a lot, um, mm. which was okay. I mean, it kind of sucked, but, you know, it wasn't so bad. Um, but that meant my Christmas and my New Year's were very quiet. It was mainly just being at home. Mm. And I feel a little bit like since November time kind of stopped still like nothing has really happened because I was just staying at home and like not really doing a lot yeah um, but yeah I mean I'm very grateful for the fact that like I have really good clients and mm. no one minded that I needed to take a little break or mm. you know pause and I'm yeah everything was just fine so I think also it was a quite a perfect time for you to uh, take a break and maybe also rethink uh, your business. I think you also took another direction into your branding and mm. you started showing up differently on, on Instagram. By the way, check out Kat on Instagram and WordPress <laughs> also. So I think it was a good uh, like silence period to just binge watch Downton Abbey and also oh yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> and also work on your business right yeah no definitely I think it maybe there's no good time to get sick but it happened kind of at the perfect time that yeah. I had started doing the rebranding which I hired someone to do so mm -hmm. they were working on my business for me and like building mm -hmm. my website and everything like that and then mm -hmm. I had also hired someone to help me with a client project and they were doing the UI like the visual design of it so yeah. there were actually two people still working on the business even though nice. I was as you say watching all of Downton Abbey <laughs> I think I watched four seasons in like two weeks or three weeks or something so yeah yeah I with, had to catch up <laughs> yeah yeah with the tea yeah <laughs> exactly um but no now it's all over and I'm super excited to like be back and working uh mm. this year has hit very quickly but no I'm super excited also for the work in progress recordings because we've got a couple of uh, guests already scheduled to record 
in the next couple of months. Um, what are some of the topics that we're talking about? Oh my God, there are so many exciting topics. Like, wow, what should I pick from? Uh, <laughs> one of them is, uh, for example, very uh, recent, like soon, it will be on our podcast. She's amazing. Uh, she also has like a full-time job, SEO strategy and all about that. We also mm -hmm. have like a designer who is doing so many side projects and gigs, dancing, animation, and overlooking also another startup. <sighs> How they call in Croatia is my like a whole uh, dragon of a woman. Then oh, have, wow. yeah, <laughs> we have also another um, guest that uh, she's going to probably talk about mental health, layoffs, burnout, working in a foreign country. Um, yeah. Maybe she would like to also touch up on her passion about uh, design systems. I don't know. There's so many topics that uh, we can pick actually from yeah. in it's so amazing and I'm so thankful for everybody who reached out on our Instagrams and submitted their uh, interests in topics in the forum. By the way, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to reach out. And yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And like if also if you want to talk about something, but you're not really sure, I mean, you can always write to either of us or on the work in progress instagram um yes. and just brainstorm ideas you know we're always open i mean maybe just come on for like a really casual chat like that could be also interesting and we, we just see open. where the conversation goes <laughs> yeah yeah i think those chats are the best when they're like improvised and mm. i'm doing something similar on my uh, youtube channel it's called curious business talks i invite check it uh, out guys <laughs> yeah where i just interview people i just ask them everything i would want to ask them like for one hour or 45 minutes i just want to get to know them and to understand how they think how they work who they are as a you know professional <laughs> I think that's one of the first things that we talked about when we were trying to start this podcast that yeah. okay of course it would be really good to have celebrities and famous people and everything if anyone knows anyone you you know hit us up <laughs> But For also sure. just the fact that, uh, yeah, <laughs> just the fact that like anyone who is not famous or not a personal or uh, what do you call it, public figure is yeah. also really interesting. Like you have an interesting story. I do, you know, Bob down the street does. Everyone is interesting. So it's really Absolutely. good to bring that out. <laughs> and one of the most important things from the whole this podcast idea process is that through sharing stories and experience, we learn we learn from each other we also teach other people and we bring mm. awareness to a certain topics or we make people pause and think about it like oh okay maybe it's time to actually rethink what I'm actually planning to do in the future with my business or with my brand or whatever so I yeah. think it's just opening doors in your mind to different types of conversations so no yeah. 100% even if you don't think you have something to teach probably mm -hmm. people can learn from you anyway if you yes yeah just who you are um yeah. speaking of beginnings um yeah. and the beginning of this podcast one of when we first started talking about recording this podcast Nicoletta and I joked well we were talking about buying equipment and like how you know how we would produce this thing and we were joking about um having lav mics and not having like a proper setup and yeah. putting it on like a hand cream so yeah. I recently bought a lav mic and now I have in front of me a hand cream with the lav mic on top so that's my professional setup <laughs> and that was my setup when we started <laughs> yeah exactly I actually have a bo box of tissues and then a hand cream and then the lav mic so 
professional guys <laughs> it's getting better and better that's the important part that we're progressing our backgrounds also look better if you're watching on youtube uh, and yeah. the lighting is still not I'm, i forgot to turn on the light <laughs> oh i forgot also to turn it on should we turn them on now <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry guys it's been a long break <laughs> is it better now <laughs> <laughs> This you look so bright now, it's great. <laughs> so on that note, what we were actually planning to talk about today um, was our beginnings, because it's a new year and it's good to look back on where you've come from and really appreciate maybe the shitty projects that we've had in the past or like the really low... Um, budget one. How do you say? Exactly, very low budget. Um, and, you know, what we've learned from those experiences and, yeah, what we can teach everyone. So, yeah. How about you, Nicoletta? When you started, do you have any crazy stories? <laughs> wow, so many. And I'm like, I'm working like uh, since 2020, like working, working, uh, like a, uh, in a company and then later started freelancing. But my freelancing actually, you know, when I was like on my own, not working anything else, just freelancing and nothing else, it started 2020, January. And I have here my uh, platform open. I started on Fiverr. As this is my personal experience. I was like, where can I get the most experience, the fastest way and to touch as many industries as possible so I can figure out quickly and fail yeah. quickly, how they say what is for me and what is not for me. And I think mm. through that platform, I polished my process. I found out which kind of clients I don't want to work with. I found out that there are, uh, high paying clients that really valued your work those that are paying less want many revisions and so on and so on yeah. so many lessons yeah I had some uh ridiculous budget uh project for example website update for 50 dollars like for page, 50, yeah yeah oh, for wow. for a page or something like that but since yeah. you know, the business owner was also a bulgarian operating in texas and they also had like a very interesting uh, idea because they were selling uh, cannabis infused products and i was like i want to learn more about that and i'm oh, just cool. going to go for it yeah so, kind of trade-off because i was like they have e-commerce they have like um physical stores where they supply their uh, products but they also want to sell online and it was on mm. Wix and it was quite interesting for me to get the platform uh, in from the inside from that perspective yeah. so I was like trading skill for money and and I was like I'm taking it I'm taking every opportunity exactly. that suits my interests so yeah. that was fun I think at the beginning sometimes we need to do that you know as you said like testing with different markets and different clients mm. to figure out actually what you want um I think yeah I guess it's the what we all have to go through uh, and you, have you ever had any really horrible clients uh just really bad experiences not uh including the low money part mm. <laughs> yes um I think they were not horrible clients they were just very demanding and how to say maybe because they perceive the platform as a cheap platform where they can get like as much as possible for less money I think that mm. is the bias towards a fiber I think they just wanted so much more than I offered already and uh, 
it was a yeah. challenging but very uh, learning experience and that's how I learned a lot about my personal and professional boundaries but uh, except uh, the low budget there were lots of clients who were teaching me different things one of them boundaries other were like uh, how to scope and make a proper um, proposal for a specific oh. need and how to outline specific uh, services of mine that will be of uh, their use it was really also teaching in terms of okay I offer that but they really need this can I shape mm. my services in order to help them with that specific thing and also when to say yes and when to say no there were lots of projects where I was like okay we can do this but I cannot do this and I didn't okay. became like greedy and over promise and then under deliver because yeah. I learned through so many articles and videos online that that's not the way to do it yeah. and Definitely. Also, I would feel horrible and super insecure if I say, yes, I can do this, but actually I cannot. But yeah. if I know that I have the potential, I would say, yes, I will do it. I will figure it out. I will be upfront and say, I have experience 50% with this and I can upgrade it until 80 when I'm integrated into your project. And that's yeah. that. So, okay. yeah. I think that's something really, really important to learn because so often you see... Um, especially from like very junior designers like on their profile mm. it will say like web design ux design seo google ads blah 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 and it's like oh i'm an expert with like one year of experience and then yeah it's this a list, list with like all the things that they are an expert in mm. and i'm like there's no way you can be an expert in all of those things even with 10 years of experience no. <laughs> um so it's good that you learned early to sort of say no like i can't do that mm -hmm. and but did you feel because from my point of view, I maybe I've said before in the past, like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, no problem. Because then I was worried about losing that client if I'd mm -hmm. said, like, no. Did you worry about that? Or were you just more interested in kind of keeping the integrity there? I was worried more about um, giving my word. For me, it's yeah. really important when I give my word to follow through. So mm -hmm. if I see that I cannot follow through I would not give my word and I will not promise anything related to that project so I was not yeah. uh, worried about that and for me it was uh, uh, funny that you say that but I always uh, going in projects like yes I need the money and yes I need the experience but I don't really need it I was like yeah. putting myself in a position where I can choose and that was my first uh, thought I chose freelancing, so I have the freedom, so I can pick and choose what to do. So it's on yeah. me what kind of mess I'm getting into. So I mm -hmm. really uh, took time every time after the project to maybe talk it over with a friend or just uh, out loud walking around the park and thinking about, okay, he said that, but then she wanted this. Should I go with that one or this one? And it's always like oh, that. After a discovery, after discovery call or anything like that, I always overthink nilt but maybe just analyze pros and cons and come up with solution at the end do you ever listen to your like discovery calls back if you record them yes I do yeah I I always uh I not always but most of the time I record record my calls and mm. for my own personal personal use I don't publish them anywhere I don't edit them I just 
uh, record them and then take notes and make sure I listen twice, like once on the call, fully focus on the what the client is saying. And second time when I re-listen the call, I'm like, okay, they said that, but they really, I think they need to work more on the branding or the strategy, or maybe I should tell, tell them about the marketing that they have to fill in that gap before we move on to this one. And it's yeah. like very, very useful uh, in terms of uh, also practicing so mm -hmm. I can get better in the next call, close better, propose better uh, solutions and all in all, just get better with the uh, client work. Yeah, no, definitely. I think listening to the calls back is so valuable. Like even it's very awkward, but um, I remember like when I first started doing more discovery calls and like more mm -hmm. just talking about my services, I found that it was so hard to talk about it. I would yeah. say like, yeah, we'll design a website. And I just couldn't, it didn't come naturally into words. Mm -hmm. So like, then I would listen to what I'd said, analyze it and then like practice it again. So just yeah. like talking to myself and like recording myself speaking, like pretend discovery calls. Um, yeah. And yeah, also identifying like all the things you could have said differently mm. or could have said better mm -hmm. or like maybe what you didn't pick up from the client as well um exactly so, amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah, to just have like a, a few points that you really should uh mention during the call for example on on fiverr they have this feature where you can record your calls in zoom and have them in the chat so it's also mm -hmm. really useful i think some clients can have that option some cannot but it's really useful also to check when uh scope is creeping mm, and going yeah. out of the outside of the requirements that you have set in the beginning and you're like no refer to that 90 day long uh video call that we had and check what we actually agreed on so yeah it's quite useful we, we've got have, proof <laughs> yeah if you have a platform that actually offers that that's why i like also fiverr because back then it had the better user experience and what upwork so that's why mm. i stayed longer there and i was like it I feel safe here, right? I, I can always talk to the support and that's how I learned how to also shape my requests and how to phrase my um also messages towards support and also to my clients and how to make sure yeah. I'm saying the right things in the messages so there is no miscommunication and misunderstanding because I think the foundation of a good uh, client relationship is communication. Mm. Oh yeah, 100%, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you have nothing, no? <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Kat? I'm sure you have so many interesting stories. Let, yeah, let us know. <laughs> well, I also started on Fiverr, similar to you. Um, it was, yeah. Why are you surprised? <laughs> I, I don't know. I always thought you pick up some uh, freelance project from Bali. I don't know, Dubai or something. <laughs> I was like, she probably started with the neighbors or with the friends. I don't know. Uh, okay. I think, I mean, I did some like that, but then also with Fiverr as well. I did uh, two projects on Fiverr. The first one was like a business card. Uh -huh. um, you know, and I think it was like $5 for a business card. And then I Graphic kept in touch design. with the person. Yeah. Well, you know, when you start off, I'm just like, I'll do anything um, yeah. for that for that five years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the second project was a mobile app. Um, mm. So basically, like yeah, when I, yeah. <laughs> 
but wait, it was quite a disaster. Um, so when I got on Fiverr, you know that you have to really put your profile up to, yes. you know, stand out because there's so many people. So oh, in the languages see. section, um, they asked what languages I spoke. I put, yeah, English, Spanish and German, which mm. I do speak Spanish and German, but not like at a level that I can work in, mm. especially at that time. It was when I just moved to Germany. So my mm -hmm. German level was like ordering food and like, how are you? Like, how many brothers do you have? Do you like oranges? You know, like these sort of No lingo level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I put it on the profile, like whatever. Um, yeah. And some guy wrote to me, like someone in Germany. And yeah. I guess I was the only UX design person he found with German mm. as a language. So mm. we had all the communication in German, which as you said, the communication is really important for the client project. Um, so this was where the first issue was um mm. the other so it was this client was basically like a pickup artist you know okay. uh so like he wanted to help other men to be able to pick up women and oh. yeah so <laughs> oh <laughs> and if you know about this community it's generally not I mean, I'm all for like teaching men how to be more confident and like build yes. better relationships with women and that sort of thing. But mm. generally this community is not like that. Um, mm. It's more about like how to manipulate women and like trick Ooh. them into like sleeping with you, basically. Um, it's okay. not like about building relationships. It's just like- It doesn't have strong core values. Yeah, exactly. So um, okay. the app was like a um, game- to help you like on a date there was nothing mm -hmm. like particularly sexual about the app or anything like okay. that um it was kind of like um it would give you like cards that you go through and so if you're on a date with someone it like starts conversation icebreakers quite, yeah like kind yeah. of a good idea um mm -hmm. so i designed the app for 70 euros an okay. entire app which yeah. is very very low obviously for a mobile app um and then I kept working with this guy afterwards. And mm -hmm. that's like really, I don't know where all the problems started because he asked me to design an ebook, um, mm -hmm. which again, coming back to what you had said, like, don't just promise stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I like knew how to use InDesign, but I'd never made an ebook before. Mm -hmm. And because I, I think it was also really low, it was maybe like a hundred euros, mm -hmm. but this took me maybe like, I don't know, a hundred hours. So, oh my you know, God. I, it took me ages. Um, yeah. And then also because I was reading the ebook and like what was written in it was like disgusting. And mm -hmm. I was like, I started having nightmares about this guy because he obviously, <sighs> it was also my fault for agreeing to, you know, do the project in German and also do an ebook that I don't know how to do. So Mm -hmm. I take the blame for that as well. Um, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, he started getting more demanding because I wasn't, you know, doing the service well. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was having nightmares about him and his like horrible sexual um, things. <laughs> oh my so God. that was one of my first freelance projects. Um, yeah. So as you said, make sure communication is easy. Um, like, you know, don't lie about speaking another language. <laughs> and also... <laughs> yeah, don't uh, overpromise that you can't do. I mean, I delivered. It was. I think he sold it in the end. Um, but yeah, just never again. I'm curious. Can we? Can we? Can I at least download the app and maybe if I go on a upcoming Valentine's speed dating, so I can use it uh, for a. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how far it went after that. Um, because he was kind of starting off, but. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I hope maybe he wrote like a more wholesome book about building good relationships rather than tricking mm. women into sex so we'll see yeah I see. <laughs> on the topic of having nightmares with clients and now I remembered one client that was like 
very demanding and I think he troubled my sleeves sometimes really? <laughs> yeah a few times uh, it was about uh, Australian nursing home and they wanted to do a redesign and he wanted so many things done and so many revisions and changes so I, I have that same feeling like you said I agreed to it and then I, I kind of bend the knee intentionally mm. because the because the project was quite interesting for me and I wanted to work with someone who is from that side of the world and also have the yeah. international experience to have this style of communication. I was like, okay, yeah. let me bend my knee this time and swallow my pride and just try and see how it goes. But it was a horrible mistake. I should have said no in the first place. But yeah, I totally yeah. understand. Client yeah. nightmares are the worst. Oh my God. Yeah. And I also with this one, he, uh, we were talking through Fiverr and then I mm -hmm. think after that through email and then mm. he found me on my personal Facebook, um, and at this, and like wrote me there. And I was like, oh what the God. fuck? Yeah, no, <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. It was, I guess that crossed boundary for like on his side, but yeah, yeah. For sure. but I think these type of stories are so normal, like when people are starting off, because as you say, you do want to work with different uh, clients and in different fields mm -hmm. that you kind of will accept anything. Um, yeah, because how later you can say, like, I had experience in this industry, in this industry, because there's so many yeah. interesting projects that you want to work on. But for example, uh, they say we specifically search for someone who has uh, in like very much like five years experience in fintech or i don't know dating i don't have experience that much in dating i did one consultation for a dating mobile app but i want to mm. do more so would you discard my little experience that is so like mi mini compared to someone mm. that has uh, five years i mean it 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 really depends what you're looking for so yeah no definitely and i think it's okay for like junior designers like when you're starting off to do this I just don't mm -hmm. like that when you know when we start doing that a lot then clients who are coming especially to as you say like the cheaper platforms mm -hmm. but then they'll take advantage of that or like not yeah. really have respect because yeah. I guess they think like oh if I'm only paying them like 20 euros or something then I don't need yeah. to treat them like a professional and it's like yeah. no but they're still doing the work even if it's only like a smaller amount you still need to have respect absolutely agree yeah absolutely agree and we have to uh, also promote this professionalism from this kind of uh, service providers as well because how someone treats you is depending on how you let them treat you so it's mm. really important how you set the tone in the communication if they say jump yeah. and you jumped very high then they will be okay i'm gonna make them jump higher and higher so mm. It is okay if they are paying you 10,000 euros or uh, dollars, but if they pay you 10, 50 dollars, that doesn't make sense. So yeah. you really have to weigh on uh, what is appropriate and what not in cert certain situations, but it really depends. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Also, when you start in the beginning, uh, you will be tempted to probably have some projects for friends and family. Now, this <laughs> these type of projects are, are specifically categorized in a very complex dynamic uh, like business and friendships or even if you uh, design something for your partner or do something for your partner it can be very tricky and my advice is 
um, to make sure you separate the two, even if it's your best friend and you know each other. Same thing if you move out to live together. We are completely different people in different settings. So yeah. you may be very, um, how to say, free, open-minded and like nonchalant in your day-to-day -day life. But when it comes to business, you can be very strict and demanding and you want some, certain things done in a certain way. So make sure you align your expectations in the beginning. Also have a contract and also stick to the contract because otherwise everything will go down the drain and nothing will uh, actually... Um, the whole project will not reach that stage where it can actually blossom and it can be actually something that you uh, plan to create. Create And don't, uh, how to say rely on the oh my it's my friend she will do that or he will do that and will, everything will be fine you, you need like a clear requirements and instructions on how to follow through so I think that's very important do you have any yeah. experience with that mm, awesome <laughs> yeah um one of my friends worked for a business and mm -hmm. worked for a company and she recommended they needed a new website or something so she recommended me mm -hmm. and then I was kind of in touch with the I guess the CEO or like mm -hmm. her manager and you know he, at first he was like oh yeah no I'm really into it and I kind of sent the proposal and he yeah. agreed like in the email like yeah let's go ahead like let's go for it and I think because yeah I was early off so I didn't ask for a deposit and also because my friend worked there I kind of I didn't yeah I guess I didn't want to be like pushy because yeah. at the, that time I felt like that was me being pushy where it's just like a normal thing mm -hmm. um, and then I think I started working on some designs and then the, the boss like ghosted me completely mm -hmm. um, after like agreeing like, yeah, I agree to this, like, let's go forward. But then mm -hmm. I didn't want to, I think, of course, I wrote to him like, hey, like, is there any update or something? But I didn't want to like cause issues because then it's like one of my closest friends, like who works there, that yeah. then if she would have problems with him or something like that. So, exactly. I mean, luckily, I didn't do too much work um, mm -hmm. before I realized that he had fucked off. <laughs> um, but it was a good, uh, good learning. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> what when you are the middleman into recommending someone else that's also a very tricky situation i haven't yeah. been in that position yet to recommend something someone for such a big thing but i would gladly connect people and leave them mm. on their own like figure out if you're a good match yes if not also fine but i think that's also like one domain that is very very tricky to enter yeah no exactly and since we can talk about this topic for days, I think maybe it's time to wrap it up a little bit and, and maybe remind them to update their LinkedIn profile to insert more uh, keywords. And even though if they don't have the permission to share which exactly projects they were working on, at least write down the deliverables and the things that you actually contributed to the project. Also, maybe reach out to previous clients that you had kind of good send-off and good relationship and ask for recommendations or testimonials, or mm -hmm. just ask them if they have any more work for you. All in all, yeah. clean up that um, uh, contact book or whatever you have and uh, see what, what is out there. If you are struggling to find new opportunities, just check what's happening from the past. Yeah, exactly. I think it's always really worth like, checking in with your clients sometimes just seeing like oh how's your business going I hope everything's yeah. going well um and then you know just to keep on top of their mind also if like maybe they don't have something now maybe in mm -hmm. a year 
they might have um I think I don't know for me this seems to be really working like just yes. connecting with people and like playing for the long term and yes. then when it comes back to when they actually need a project I feel mm -hmm. like I don't have to actually sell myself so much because mm -mm. we've already built like a good connection so yes. talk to everyone <laughs> yes yeah and exactly talk about your services talk about what you're excited about uh, mm. and make sure you also think about how you sell and when is the right moment to sell recently off topic but I had uh, some so many people pitch in my inbox and on Instagram to sell me services that I don't really need and mm. uh in for example they would try with the liking a post commenting on a reel then jumping straight into my DMs and asking me uh, if it was something like this how would you uh, what would you invest into solving that pain point or problem like girl <laughs> I'm not okay. there yet we just met you cannot straight up jump into the solving the the problem and selling me your service I don't know you uh, I don't yeah, trust yeah. you and it's mm. like so off-putting is like mm, you, you really want something from me right now I cannot want I don't want to co like communicate with you anymore it's like so yeah exactly icky. yeah like assuming that they know your what your problem is and that they already have a solution for it mm -hmm. um, I mean I've also had like people coming in and they're saying like oh you know like I can help you um you know uh what was it like level up your business to like yeah. I don't know 5k a month or something yeah. and I was like I've I've been working like for a while, like I'm already there. So like you've instantly just like put yourself out because you've assumed that I need something that like, it's not, I don't need that at all. Like, I don't need you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like always ask questions before you. <laughs> yeah, I think more important part of uh, this stage is to actually get to know your client and see if that's your client, first of all. And also, I I have been there, to be honest. I have pitched a cold reach out to businesses and said, like, mm. I like your website, but I can do it better. And that's also not a good way, but I never, like, criticized it or said, this is horrible, this is not working, you probably don't have 5k a month or something like that, because that's not a really good way to mm. do business. So, yeah. yeah reconsider your strategies guys <laughs> yeah what well, wasn't working last year don't do it again this year <laughs> good good that's the quote for yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so as we said at the beginning of the episode if you want to be on just reach out to us um also if you have any comments we're always um we have open ears for your feedback constructive criticism we hope yes um but yeah reach out we're always down to chat yeah, if you have any topics in mind, any questions, if you're looking for advice, feel free to reach out and follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, subscribe on YouTube and stay mm. tuned for more episodes. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>